Hey guys, how's it going? I'm Lisa. And I'm Eric. And welcome to the Music Matters Media Podcast. And today we have a really fun one for you. We are interviewing Josh Abramovitz, and he is the founder of an app called 4Bar, which is a rap and hip-hop song maker app, otherwise known as the Vine of Hip-Hop. You only have four bars to say what you have to say, and it is music's news format for this generation's attention span. How do you like that, Eric? That sounds really interesting. Yes, yeah, so I'm looking forward to speaking with him a little bit later. But first, we have our listeners segment for our listeners all around the world. So let's just jump right into that top three countries of this week. Are you excited? As always. All right, so coming in at number three, we have Brazil. Nice, nice. Brazil making it on once again, always in the top three, as well as our second country that made it number two on our list, United Kingdom. You guys, you guys are just setting a record, man. We love you. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. For UK listeners and Brazil listeners, thank you. Seriously, thank you so much. And coming in at number one, they made their first appearance on our list last week, and now they skyrocketed all the way to number one just to make sure that they are known Australia. Nice. Very nice, man. That is amazing that not only did they make their first appearance, but they were able to climb their way to number one. Yeah, you guys came a long way in a short time. So there you have it. Those are our top three countries of this week. Number three, Brazil. Number two, United Kingdom. And number one, Australia. Thank you so much, you guys, for listening. And thank you to everybody all around the world for listening. If you guys want to have your country get a shout out in our top three next week, all you have to do is share with your friends, with your family, with your neighbors, with your teachers, with whoever will listen to this podcast. And we could be shouting you out next and without further ado here is our interview with josh the creator of four bar hi lisa how you doing hey josh how's everything how's it going i'm good how are you you are on now with lisa and eric hey man oh awesome how you doing eric good so josh can you introduce yourself for our listeners please yes 100 percent. my name is josh abramovitz um i am the ceo of a new app called four bar and, uh, yeah, that's basically it. So can you give us a breakdown of what the app 4Bar is? Yes. So 4Bar is a new musical app which aims to do what Vine did for comedy. Um, but instead of a six-second format, you get four bars to say, sing, or rap, whatever you want to say. 
I love the idea behind it. Can you give people a step-by-step process on how the app would work if somebody were to download it? Yeah, so we really emphasized um, making it an easy user experience. So you basically come on the app, you choose if you want to either uh, wrap and record your 4-bar or if you want to just text it for some people that are, let's say, a little more shy. Uh, Then you choose a beat. We have always 25 different beats and app to choose from or you can go a cappella or put your own beat. Um, and then you can write your four bars on a notepad, you record it, and then you send it to friends or put it on your social media. And it's as easy as that. Why did you decide to create this app based around hip-hop music? What about hip-hop inspires you? Oh, well, so I've been um, a hip-hop artist for about eight years now. And, I mean, the idea actually came to me and my brother because we were frustrated with the fact that you can, you know, you make music you make you know you record it you get it mixed and mastered you make a music video for it and then if people don't really know you they won't give you more than a couple seconds if you don't really have millions of views and then you know they're on to the next thing and you've worked so hard on on these lyrics and and for people to listen to them so i we were talking about uh you know we were like what if we could just do it in four bars or you know just put out four bars or eight bars like like the, the most compact punchlines that we had right away so that people can hear them and actually maybe like what they're hearing and then listen to more stuff. So it really came from an organic place where it was like we were frustrated about how it was tough to get our music out and we wanted to be able to get it out quicker. And I mean, not not quicker, but get it out in a more compact way that would allow people to, um, you know, really hear our, our lyrics that we worked so hard on making. And I love that you mentioned that. I know that you have a history of creating music, uh, under the alias Yosh of Yo Yoshi Music, when did yeah. when did you first get involved with creating music? Oh, so uh, actually, when we were when we were way younger, um, in our teens, me and my neighbor used to uh, have rap battles for fun, <laughs> and uh, our brothers and and our other neighbor would also be there judging the, the the competition. So that was our first little taste of of writing and stuff. But it was only till end of high school, and in Canada, it's a uh, 17 is end of high school, grade 11, uh, we started again, uh, you know, rapping for real and making music seriously. And yeah, and then I hadn't stopped since and it'd been eight years. Um, yeah, just, I'm just rapping. Very nice. And you mentioned you're from Canada. What about yeah. the Canadian music scene is different from the American music scene, do you think? Um, I think when we were younger, growing up, we all came up on the American hip hop. So that's, I think, what influenced most Canadian rappers. Now you have a lot of cool music coming out of Canada, but I think for my generation, it was it, it, it was just you know it was that music that we were listening to mostly. So I would say that there is definitely an influence of American hip hop in our music. What kind of artists did you listen to growing up? Oh, I mean, I loved Jay Z, loved old Eminem, uh, Nas. Uh, you know, just, just like, classic different artists that uh, <laughs> that we came up on. Uh, yeah, I mean, and then and in later times, I mean, J. Cole. And I, mean, I got to say it, I got to give a shout out to our, our Canadian guy. We love Drake. We do. Nice. <laughs> what do you think about Drake's new album? Have you heard it yet? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we're, I'm, I'm a big fan of it. I really, he, he came back with a lot, a lot of uh, solid tracks. And for me, I, I really like the, the more lyrical tracks. And he did a lot of that stuff, so. I was very, very happy with it. We were actually just listening to it um, before calling. That's awesome. I totally agree with you. Do you have any favorites? 
Do we have any favorites? Oh man, I love eight out of ten. Um, I love Sandra's Rose. Let me see here on the on the list of songs. Uh, Emotionless. Yes. Ties, March 14th. Talk up with Jay Z. Those are just some, some of my my favorites. Big beats with that classic kind of production. Um, and yeah, really like those songs. What about you? Any any songs you like from the? Definitely yeah. Emotionless. I love the track Emotionless. I love uh, Eight Out of Ten as well. Mob Ties. <laughs> Great tracks that he he came with this time around. Absolutely, absolutely. So, how do you think hip hop music has changed throughout the years? Do you think it's gotten better, worse? What's your opinion? Um, I mean, look, there's always going to be um, you know, different kind of music. I would say the the the, the hip hop music, let's say that's more mainstream right now, is is not our you know not my favorite. It's gone more in a direction of you know, mumbling and, and, you know, less lyrically focused and more just about the, the beat and having it on as, you know. That's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, um, and to tie it into the app, actually, um, that's something that we're actually very excited about is that by giving users only four bars, it forces people to really listen to the lyrics again. And it kind of makes it fun to, to really hear, yeah, what, what, you know, what is the person saying? And so I think that that can kind of, if, you know, we can get some, some traction with the app, that can kind of hopefully shift the way people are listening to hip-hop music and start really listening more for the bars again. Yeah, so it kind of creates a situation where it pushes you to think more about your lyrical content. Exactly, exactly, because it's just four bars, so people are like, okay, I'm, you know, first of all, the person writing it had to really condense what they were saying into four bars and just give you a punchline and so from and then from the point of view of the, the listeners it's like okay it's only four bars let me let me just hear what's what's being said that's a genius idea because you really got to make it count when you uh, start recording exactly exactly and we're, the hope is that you know four bars is just you know it's easy for people who aren't really rappers but then for people you know like myself who've been rapping for a long time it's still a lot of fun to to put a four bar together so you spoke about how people can use the app, you know, everyday people, but can you also talk about how producers can submit their music and how they can gain exposure from that? Absolutely. So what we, what we really like about the, the, the system is that um, it's, you know, everyone involved uh, can be helped by the platform. So you have your, your artists who are going to be able to now make content that is more readily heard by, by you know, by audiences and then you have the producers who if they can get their beats on our platform and like we said we're going to limit it to 25 at a time always so that people start getting you know start hearing the same beats over and over again but with different people rapping or singing on them so that people start growing attached to these kind of beats and it becomes more like memes where you have a few popular at a time and then you, you know they switch up um so for the people who will have their beats on our platform the hope is that a lot of people will be hearing these beats and they'll also be able to sell them in app um, and make money from them that let's say they wouldn't have made otherwise. And even if they're selling it in other places, they can still sell it on our platform and just make extra money. So we really are, you know, are excited about the fact that it can help artists and producers alike. I love that because you're going to be ending up finding out a lot of new talent and scouting out new talent that way. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the, the hope is to really allow more people that have talent to now make you know rap music and actually it's funny because i have a few friends who never really rapped before 
the app and we gave him the, the tester version and I, I swear I'm, I'm hearing some uh, some progression in, in the way that they're flowing and, and the way that they're rapping so it's great to see. <laughs> That's incredible. That's so great. So why the name Yoshi or Yosh? That's a, that's a very good question. It was actually a name that my dad gave to me when I was very young. It's based on my Hebrew name, Yehoshua. And he just he just made it more fun and he called me Yosh, Yoshi. And it actually stuck with me through the years. Um, I used it on, on tests. My teachers used to call me that. And I remember a few report cards where they actually wrote Yoshi. So really? Gosh, yes. Did you, did you ever play off the, the fact that, you know, Yoshi from Nintendo? Absolutely, absolutely. And, and sometimes, you know, just to... Just to make it easier, I tell people it's because I used to eat a lot of apples, and that's why they call me. But that's not the true story, and I felt like you deserve the the true story. (laughs) Thank you so much for giving us the truth. We appreciate it. (laughs) So how I found you guys was through your Instagram page, and it really drew me in. I love that you created kind of like a Mortal Kombat arcade-style format of (laughs) well-known rappers battling each other with their hit songs. How did you come up with the idea for that? Um, you know, I think that we just wanted to really emphasize anything uh, four bar related. And when you have, you know, obviously people love their artists. That, that's already, a, a, you know, something that will draw them in. That they, It's like, oh, let's see, Drake versus J. Cole. You give it in a competitive kind of way where people, you know, people like to debate on who, who's, who rapped something better, who did something better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? So... Um, we figured if we can now attach that with, with four bars and, you know, show like, look, you can get a lot out of just hearing the four bars and, and it's quick and it's easy to watch. We figured, you know, that would be a cool way to draw people in and tell them, hey, if you like that, you can also make your four bar now on our app. Yeah, I thought that was a great way of advertising what you guys are doing. What went into creating those clips? <laughs> you know what? Um, so we have... We've been doing some video editing for a long time also for our music, you know, making our music videos and stuff like that. So I think that it just, um, you know, at this point, it was just something that from years of making videos, it wasn't too difficult for us to uh, to, to understand what we wanted to do with it and, and to bang them out. And I know you're a graphic designer as well. I know you are the co-founder and graphic designer for an app called Icebreak. That's, hey, you did your, your research. <laughs> I did. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. So that was actually the first app I was involved with um, with another partner of 4Bar. His name is Tyler Green. And um, what was what, what was really important about that app, and I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about the app, but I think it was very important to get that experience. We were working on that app for about a year and a few months, and I think that that really seamlessly led into the creation of 4Bar and understanding exactly what we wanted to do with that. Uh, so Icebreak is basically a social app, which we try to gamify personality and make it more about that and less about looks. So we created a badge system that allows you to quickly choose different badges about yourself. So if you're a hockey player, if you're a musician, we have just a ton of different badges that range from anything to countries that you're from, um, you know, your phobias and things like that. And so instead of having to answer 100 questions, which is tedious, for especially for our generation, we wanted something quick that, you know, that allowed people to really say things about themselves, but in a fun, gamified format. And then they can see what score they had in common with people based on all the badges that they shared. That's an awesome idea, man. Uh, thank you. <laughs> but, you know, we learned a lot from that app and from, uh, you know, social apps are very difficult to, to get out there. 
And so, you know, but, but we, we definitely learned a lot from that process that, like I said, that helped us with four bar and, um, and the creation of it. Yes. For, for those who may not know, can you go into detail about the app creating process and the work that goes into that? Yeah, well, that's, a, that's, a, that's a loaded question. Um, I mean, there, <laughs> right now, actually, we, we, you know, we were expecting to launch for quite some time now. And there are just issues that you would never think that will just pop up. And it's like, you know, when you're making a song, I, I really appreciate that now. The difficulties of making a song are very different than making an app where if it's, you know, if the song sounds good, it's usually it's going to sound good for, for everyone. Um, but here it's like, uh, just to give you an example, uh, the, the app was working great on, on, on my phone and the, the volume um, of the voice was projecting perfectly over the beat. But then the iPhone 7, 8, and 10 were having issues where it was drowning out the voice. And so now we had to spend all this time figuring out why is that happening with the, the newer phones and not the older ones. So there are just so many issues that you wouldn't even think would be there. And it is a, it's, it's a real grind. <laughs> Let me tell you that. So you basically have to tweak things as you go. Yes. And anything you fix could then change other things and break other things. So you're, you're never quite done fixing and tweaking and uh, making sure everything is, is solid. And when did you first come up with the idea of four bar and how long has the creation process been? Oh, so it's been about six months uh, since the original idea. Me and my brother, Mitchell Abramovitz, who's also uh, a co-founder of the app, were sitting in the basement, like I, I, I explained before, where we were just so frustrated with with how, you know, with the way that it's so tough to get our music out. And we wanted something that allowed us to just get it out quicker and then it birthed this idea that anyone can make a four bar and get their music out and be heard in a way that is also um, fits today's generation of a short attention span, which, you know, like I said, why Vine, why that was such a popular app, why Snapchat, why these apps do so well, it's because, or, or, you know, memes, people just want to get the punchline right away. They just want it quickly to the point. Absolutely. Did you have Vine while it was around? I love that you refer to the vine of hip hop, that people have four bars only to say what they have to say, and that it's music's news format for this generation's attention span. I love that quote. Yeah, you know, I think it's just an easy way for people to understand it before it, it, it's actually hopefully known, is that it's just, you know, it's, it's like vine, but now instead of six seconds, four bars. So in terms of music, do you think it's more successful for artists to keep on releasing singles instead of full albums? Do you think people don't listen to full albums anymore as opposed to how they did back then? That's a great question. And I actually definitely think that the way that we listen to music is changing. And I think that for most artists, and if, especially if I were to suggest to younger artists, um, it, it is more about just really getting something condensed that you know, people will like and can get your name out there um, because, yeah, it's like people, there's so much, there's so much noise that people really aren't giving the time of day to something unless they really, really know it. And even someone like Drake, who 
you know, we can't put out a whole album and a double-sided album and people will listen to the whole thing. He's understood, and what he's done so well, I, I think, um, is that he has understood that it's about social media, and, and which is actually even calculated in the Billboard hits. They, they actually calculate how much things are being tweeted and, and you know, shared on social media. And he's done things like, you know, the, the dance that he was doing in the, the hotline bling. That's all brilliant marketing where he understood that people would be able to take a few seconds of those that video and make a funny meme out of it, and that would get the video out further. So really it is just about making a moment and it could just be a chorus or it could just be a few bars and that can get you viral you know so it's really just about you know putting your name out there whatever you want to do later like an ep or an album that can come afterwards but the most important thing is to make an impact exactly and i would say um you know obviously it's important to work on your craft and do that simultaneously but in terms of Getting yourself known in this day and age, I think it's more about, and you see the artists, how quickly they come and go. It's just about creating a moment and, you know, being something that shocks or that, that is just here today, gone tomorrow. And obviously that's not the way I like to think about music because I, I rather, you know, someone really, work, you know, make a lasting impact and work on their craft. But I think in terms of really reaching the, this generation, it is just about just making something quick that catches and it's that can be watched quickly and is fun or funny or ridiculous. And if you think about it, that's actually not too different from the way hip-hop used to be in the 70s when it was just started out. Because a lot of people don't, don't know this, but hip-hop started out as really just parties. You know, people would DJ and word would get out. And that's how, you know, hip-hop started uh, becoming a thing. And, you know, then obviously albums came later and all that, but that was the main point to just, you know, kind of get your voice heard, get yourself known, and right. then, you know, release an album or a single or something like that. Right. No, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Like, let's get back to that. Just make something that gets you, your name out there and then, and then bring the content. <laughs> of course. Because I, I, I agree with you. I think it's important to just, you know, kind of give the world a taste of what you can do first and then if they like it enough and if they're serious about following you then you know when when you make sure that there's a demand for what you're putting out there then you can put out something more and i see that all the time on pages like soundcloud and bandcamp where people just start out with only what's necessary and then they exactly. put out more stuff yeah no you, you couldn't be more, more right exactly it's like um and yeah and even if you want to you know reach out to someone in the industry it's like they're not, they don't have time to listen to eight albums of yours, but you give them something, you want them, you know, you want to make it that you're giving them exactly what you want them to listen to. So the more condensed you can make it, that they are only hearing what you want and not that it's like, I hope they listen to this part of the song or this song. Give them, give them exactly what you want them to listen to. And, you know, that ties us back into four bar, which is, that's it. It's just your four bars. It's exactly that. It's quick and to the punch. So when the app finally makes its official launch, how yes. do you how do you plan on further promoting it? What what stuff do you have planned? Oh, so um, we are just going to be um, you know we we have a ton of artists that we already um, you know in contact with and stuff, and we're going to get it to as many different people as we can that are in music or interested in music, um, and we are going to do some you know some paid promotion as well, different things. Um, we have a couple. Um, in, uh, uh, some some artists that we are going to maybe do some Instagram 
um, in, uh, endorsements with and stuff. So um, just just a bunch of different things. It's it's really a fun marketing strategy. Like, I mean, you know, again, comparing back to our our um, social app, it's much tougher when it's social and it's location based because you really have to worry about getting people in one area interested and and you know and and here it's really people can be out in you know anywhere in the world and have fun making a, a four bar app so it really does change the strategy and it makes it more you know it's easier for us and it's more accessible to to more people at once and i love the promotional video that you have on your website i thought that was oh. great oh thank you is, you is really the- did your, your, your research i did <laughs> Was that your real uh, hairdresser, or was that just for the video? <laughs> That's a fun story. So that was, um, I was living uh, in, in Waterloo for a little bit. I'm, I'm from Montreal. Um, and I was, uh, so that was, like, that was the second time I went there. And she was, she, you know, she was nice enough to, I, and it was such an absurd thing to ask. I just walked in there. I was getting my haircut actually from someone else who was working there. And I asked her, I'm like, look, would you be able to, um, we have this app <laughs> and we have to rap in it. And she actually understood pretty quickly. And so I showed her and, and I started rapping through it and told her, like, this is where you have to come in. And we just practiced it. And she got the timing down very well. I think she actually has some, some potential as a four-bar rapper. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and she, she nailed it. And we got it in a few takes. And it was, it was awesome. And it, it really just worked out. <laughs> That was so funny when I watched that. I love that. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that was one of those uh, those four bars that just really worked out, and it just uh, I'm really glad that we got that on, on camera because that's really also what I wanted to demonstrate is that when it's a four bar format, it it could just be a moment. It could be that you're at the grocery store and that you you know you were getting food and and you're just rapping about that, or you're at the hair salon and you're getting your hair done. It, it really becomes just a quick clip of what's going on right now, like a snap, but for music. So when you were growing up, did you ever expect to end up where you're at now in life in terms of music? Actually, growing up, I was it was all sports for me. That was my my huge interest, um, and yeah, it shifted into into music. It started as making uh, you know just making hip hop music. I fell in love with that, and it's very cool because everything kind of just then came from from that in a sense. Where so we were making the music, and then we were like. Well, now we have to make music videos, and so that became interesting to us because we didn't want to lose, that, you know, the voice of having someone else make our videos because they can't fully understand the vision we have. So we wanted to become fluent in in videography, and so we we now had a reason that interested us to make videos because I never really had an interest in videos before. But then from there, it was like, oh, cool, you know, like tech is interesting, and and so we started um, looking into. Uh, it, it, you know, we started talking about apps and, and stuff like that, and we started working on Icebreak, and that actually, for the first time, took me away from music since I started. For, for a year, I really didn't touch it because I have an addiction to music, so if, I, if I'm if i going to do it, I'm going to do it wholeheartedly, and I needed to really just cut myself out of it to really give our app a chance. Um, and then that led us into 4Bar, and the beauty is that it really tied in my, my two great passions now, which are tech and music. That's amazing. I love that story. And I love how you used Icebreak as kind of like a trial and error process and took what you learned from that and put it into 4Bar. I I appreciate that. Yeah, it it really is just one of those things where following passion led to, you know, it didn't necessarily follow a traditional route of music, but it still, you know, it ended up coming back to that. And um, yeah, that's, for me, this is, it's a dream come true to be working on something that, you know, really encompasses everything I love. 
Just in your opinion, why do you think people are so connected and devoted to hip-hop music as opposed to other genres of music? Hmm, as, as listeners or as creators? Uh, both, both ends. Both ends. Um, I'd say as a creator, there's something, first of all, the barrier of entry is much lower than, let's say, rock music where you have to learn an instrument, which is not easy for people to, to do, um, or to sing, you know, it's, it's very difficult to, to sing well. But people can, you know, more easily, and I'm not saying that they can more easily be a good, to be a good rapper is just like being a good anything. It, it's it's extremely difficult. But to start off, it's a lot easier to to rap. And right, it's, it's more accessible. It's more accessible. And there's something very fun about making things rhyme, and you know, it's just it, it becomes quite addictive for for anyone, and that's why you know everyone really has fun just putting together some rhymes and and talking over a beat. Um, so I think from that end, you know, it's that, and then from, let's say, the listener's point of view, I think, I mean, similarly, if something is, you know, feels easy to make, it's also easy to listen to, it's enjoyable, and, you know, there's something for me, to speak personally, that I just, I love how, you know, hearing the lyrics over a beat, and, and how, you know, how that moves me, and, you know, where really the emphasis is, what is the person saying, or at least it was, you know, or at least it is for, for some art, you know, <laughs> Yes, I definitely love the message. I'm more of the type of listener that goes for the message behind the music. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can tell by the way you guys, uh, you guys agreed with me on the mumble rap. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know you spoke about listening to Drake. What other artists are you listening to currently? Hmm, that's actually, uh, it's interesting because I've actually been let out of hip-hop and into rock music. And that's been more what I've been listening to. Um, but in terms of rappers, uh, let's see. Chance the Rapper, I'm a, I'm a big fan of his. Joey Perp, I don't know if you know, you guys know him. He's a he's a Chicago rapper. Really like his stuff. Um, I gotta say, New J. Cole, it's kind of like New Eminem to me. I'm, I'm more of a fan of the old stuff. I You know, a huge J. Cole fan. Any 90s rappers that have really stuck with you? Oh, I mean, I mean a huge Jay-Z, Nas fan. I mean, uh, if you, you know, let's see, between Tupac Biggie, my brother would say Biggie. I might say Tupac just in just in terms of what he's done from a movement point of view and and you know his message big pun big L I mean yeah yeah you know just uh, just a uh, a lot of different different uh, different stuff but I'm not as much you know it's funny I've I've never been as much of the encyclopedia type I've always been more the type to want to create over listen and that's not that's not great because there's a lot to learn from from listening. But uh, my brother's always held me down in that regard, where he's been the one to, uh, you know, he's, he's the first voice I listen to in terms of my own music and what has to be changed and what has to be fixed. But he's the, he's the one who really, he, he knows all the music, the Method Man, Red Man, he's, he's big on, on all the, uh, the old, oh, you know who I actually really love, but I don't want to forget, is um, Black Thought from The Roots. I think he's one of the greatest, and I think he's so underrated. Andre 3000 as well, sorry, now, now artists are coming back to me. <laughs> of course, they're they're classics, man. I'm a huge fan of a tribe called Quest, NWA, Nas, like you said, Love it. Uh, Love the Roots. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you were more prepared with that question. I gotta brush up now on my <laughs> <laughs> next time. <laughs> so I'm gonna put you on the spot for a little bit. Uh oh. Uh oh. What do you think about Kanye? Ooh, that's a good question too. <laughs> some kind of response from people that's why i had to ask that's why you had to ask i you know what first of all i mean i love his old music 
I love that he's trying to push music forward. I don't always agree with everything he says, everything he does, but I, I appreciate and respect the fact that he's trying to do it. I think it still comes from the same place of wanting to innovate and wanting to push culture forward. And from that regard, I'm definitely on board. Um, I think that it's also tough to be in the light like he is. And I think things happen. I think we're just, we're only human. And sometimes you say things that maybe out of context come off wrong. But uh, I, I have love for Kanye, I gotta say. I, I do. I do have love for Kanye. <laughs> do you like Kanye's older music or new music? Or did you listen to his album that came out this past June? Yes. Wait, uh, which song? there's one song that I uh, that I found quite interesting. Oh, All Mine or something? What was it? He had two albums, right? He had the one with... Um, yeah, he had the one with Kid Cudi that was a collab yeah. album, and then he had his a solo album. Yeah, yeah, the, the solo album, yeah. So, you know, maybe I have to give it a, a more of a chance because, you know, with Yeezus, it took a few listens to finally be in the right vibe and the right, you know, place that I understood it more and I actually started liking it. And I think, you know, that's the um, the benefit. I mean, that's, you know, the, the right granted to bigger artists is that when you're a Drake or you're a, you're a Kanye... People are going to listen to it until it makes sense, type thing. Yes, but they're going to absolutely. give it a chance, you know. Where, where, because music sometimes, and I think especially great classic music, it's not always amazing from the first listen. It's, it's, you know, if especially if they're trying to push boundaries. A lot of things take time to grow on people. Exactly. So I think with, when you're a big artist, you have that, you are afforded that that kind of privilege that people will listen to it enough until it starts really making sense and being amazing. Whereas when you're a small artist, like I said, people listen to a few seconds of your intro and they might not even hear your first bars. Um, but sorry, back to what we were saying. Yeah, so Kanye, but I mean, yeah, the old stuff, classic, you know, and I think that's why people still, you know, they're still, they're still riding with Kanye is because he gave such classics for so long. I totally um, agree. Totally agree with yeah. that. <laughs> Do you have yeah. any advice for up and coming rappers or producers on how they can stand out from everyone else? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, so so I was talking to a friend recently. He he, um, I give him a little shout out. Sales. He uh, has amazing, great music, and he's been making music for a long time, even probably longer than, than I have. Um, and his hooks, especially, they're just you know they're really really catchy. And I was telling him, like you know, going back to what we were saying that in this day and age, because it's so quick and people are on it and off it so quickly, uh, to to take his courses and just make Instagram pages that gave you only the chorus and loop the chorus so that people just, you know, get that and, and it starts getting stuck in their head. And then, if they, you know, when they like that and they start getting really, you know, more um, having, you know, a personal connection with the music, then start showing them the full tracks. But, I, you know, I think that these social platforms aren't to be taken lightly and I think they have to be used. And obviously you see the big artists are using them to, you know, their full potential where now a Drake, let's say, could, could write... Uh, you know, a message saying uh, album dropping for a second and then take it off. You know, you could delete it and it will be all over. It will be everywhere on blogs because that's the power of social media these days. Oh, totally, um, totally. Social media yeah. has definitely been a place where people can gain that kind of exposure if you use yeah. it the right way. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, it is difficult, though, because when you are smaller, you don't have, you know, there's so many people and so much, so much noise that it's difficult, but you know, it, you know, social media used correctly does allow people to create little, you know, little um, niche to have a, a niche following. Where before, it's like it, you you had to be a signed artist to, to have your stuff heard. You know, so right, it, it cut it cuts out the middleman pretty much. Exactly, exactly, and so there's good and bad with that. And I'd say the same thing with the app is you're gonna have a lot of people who are upset, but now 
anybody could rap. You know, like people now can have GarageBand and get a, a little snowball mic, and you can now you can you can be a rapper. And so that frustrates people. It frustrates me sometimes. You know, <laughs> even though I came up on the same thing. But when you you know when you've been doing this for years, you start you know, and you hear the new stuff, and you're like, damn, like these people just started, and and it's it's frustrating that anyone you know this is getting in the way of the music that you're making. At the same time, though, it gives people a voice, and I wouldn't have even started in the first place if, if I hadn't been granted that kind of opportunity where I can just now make music from home. I love the idea behind the app, and I really see the potential in it blowing up and becoming really, really popular. Oh, that's so great to hear. That's great to hear, Lisa. I really, I, do, I respect your, uh, your musical opinions, and so that, that means a lot to me. Um, especially, you know, after after hearing which guys you, you listen to. And uh, so I'm really glad to hear that as hip-hop fans, you guys see potential in the app. So that makes me very happy. Can you give us, I'll put you on the spot again. <laughs> can you can you give us a four-bar for four-bar? Oh my, yeah, you know what, I can, I can. I'll, I'll give you a little something and it, maybe a little promo for the app. Okay, here we go. <laughs> for the fam, for the glam, for the love though, forecast and the biggest thing to blow up though, Fortunately, the format is quick to cut, though. But may the fours be with you. Four bars, cutthroat. Nice. Nice, man. That was great. (laughs) Mic drop. (laughs) Mic drop. I like these little put-on-the-spot type moments. It feels more like we're on Howard Stern right now. I I love the double meaning at the end, man. That Star Wars reference, that was great. I appreciate that. I think we have to wait till next um, May 4th to drop the app just to have that. That's a perfect concept. <laughs> As promo, that was good. That was good promo. Exactly. <laughs> so, Josh, do you know when the official release date of Four Bar is going to be yet? I wish I could tell you. I wish I knew. To be honest, we've been <laughs> we, we've had official dates now for the last few months. Where we're like, yeah, this is the official date. And you know, I rather I rather push it back. We haven't been too vocal about a, a date that that takes pressure off us. Um, but you know, there have been issues, especially you know, as a small company, um, not having a massive budget. We, you know, we have to do a lot of stuff on our own to, to, to cut costs, and so we're doing a lot of testing on our own, and so things are coming up last second that we're like, it's finally ready? No, we gotta, we gotta go back now and, and fix something else up. So we were looking at this Sunday, and we were like, so excited, and then, you know, it's another another issue that we're like, you know what, let's, let's try to fix this first so that people don't have a problem. I'd rather it be, you know, really, really functional. And people are happy with it and let it be two weeks later, you know? Yeah, I know the struggle. I know what you mean by uh, all the behind-the-scenes work of, of getting something just how you want it because you don't want it to launch and then it not be fully functional and then have people dissatisfied with it off the bat. You know, you want to at least give it a chance, make sure it's 110% ready to go. Exactly, because it only has one um, chance at a first impression and we're going to be putting you know some funds into the launch, so... Better to do it right. You know, you convinced me now to wait even longer. We're going to really make sure it's it's right. <laughs> and Josh, you know, you're always welcome to come back on to uh, further promote and to make announcements. That's awesome, Lisa. I really, uh, I really appreciate that. It's been uh, really nice talking with you and Eric today. And uh, thank you so much for having me on. No problem. Where yeah. can people download the app and where can people find you on social media? Okay, so um, I would say for now, uh, 4barapp.com is our website so if the app hasn't launched yet then at least they can give us their email and we can send them a message when the app is dropped and i mean it will soon be in the apple um app store before the the android but we are working on an android version so you just type in four bar and you should be able to find it in the 
coming days to weeks. <laughs> but definitely our website, you'll be able to sign up and we can let you know so you don't have to keep checking. And are you on social media as well? Yeah, so you can uh, find me at Yosh Music on Instagram. Uh, we also have our 4Bar app Instagram account. Oh uh, yeah, sorry, Music with a K. <laughs> I forgot to mention. And then 4Bar app uh, is our is our Instagram page where we're going to be posting 4Bars that, you, you know, users like me and you submit. So if you guys have a 4Bar, you submit it and we uh, maybe you'll end up on our 4Bar page. Oh, we're totally going to submit. <laughs> <laughs> and And Josh, just curious, how old are you, by the way? I am 26 years old. Wow, you have been able to accomplish so much at 26. Unbelievable. Oh, that's very nice of you to say. And you guys too, you guys are with your podcast and stuff, and it's it's good to see young people, you know, doing things. Thank you so much, Josh. Before we let you go, we yes. are Music Matters Media. Why does music matter to you? Music matters because it is the true expression of the soul, and it is what gives purpose to life. Love that answer. Couldn't agree more, man. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on today. Really appreciate it. Yeah, Thank seriously. You so much for Have a good day, guys. All right, guys. That was Josh Abramovitz from 4Bar, otherwise known as the Vine of Hip Hop. 4Bars only to say what you have to say. Eric, what did you think about Josh? That was just so cool to hear him explain everything behind it. You know, they're geniuses, honestly. Honestly, I think that this app is going to be huge. I think when the app is fully officially released, you guys should all download it because a lot of people are going to have fun with this thing. They really are. Uh, This has the potential to really be something big, and I believe in it. I know Eric believes in it. So please, guys, when it's officially up and running, go download the app. You can download it at the App Store and on Google Play. When it's available, we will also keep you updated as to when it's available. So that way you guys can go and have first access to the app itself. And in the meantime, you can go to www.4barapp.com and get on the email list. Because if you go through the email list, you will be one of the first users to give the app a try. So definitely go and do that. That is www.4, as in the number 4, barapp.com. Sounds awesome, man. I'm excited. And you can also follow them on Instagram at 4BarDuels with a Z. That's the number 4, Bar and Duels with a Z. Go check them out on Instagram so you can see those little clips that I was talking about earlier with well-known rappers versing each other in 4Bar rap battles. Awesome way of advertisement. Really fun. So make sure you go and check that out. And guys, we want to know what you thought of today's episode. We want to know what you think about the hip-hop scene. Has it gotten better? Has it gotten worse? Who are some of your favorite artists? As always, we want to know it all. So please feel free to reach out to us on social media. We are on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook at Music Matters Media. And stay tuned for all things music. Music.